Welcome everyone to AltoFest Valletta 2022. This is the voice of Giovanni Passariello on Radio Live and uh, I am with uh, Yotam. Hi Yotam, thank you for uh, welcoming us. Thank you for being. And uh, I will uh, introduce uh, um, a short biography of, uh, of Yotam Pellet. Yotam Pellet was born in Israel at the age of 21 after finishing his uh, military service He began dancing and later on pursued uh, higher education in a contemporary circus. In 2015, he relocated to Berlin and since then has been working as a freelance performer with several European choreographers alongside performing. He has been creating his own choreographic uh, work, which toured venues worldwide and engages uh, as a guest teacher in various dance programs. And for this Altofest Valletta 2022, he brings Migrena to X2. So the first uh, thing that I want you to, to respond is, um, would you like to explain to us how this uh, process in the performance came about and what motivated you to develop it? Hmm. Uh, thanks for asking. So um, this is a process that I wanted to begin years and years ago, maybe when I was uh, 13. Um, I suffer from chronic migraines um, that happen about once a month, sometimes once a week. Um, I always avoided connecting it to my artistic work uh, but now I felt some sort of an interest to deal with it. Um, when Covid started or when the regulations started in Berlin of course all of my artistic projects were cancelled or postponed at that moment and I had uh, some sort of a void, a lot of free time and I went into uh, some sort of a residency outside the city and uh, I decided it's time And the process started with um, making a journal or writing diary entries each time I had a migraine, um, trying to capture the sensations, the sounds, what I see, the thoughts I have before and after, kind of really just documenting uh, things. And then later on, I started um, playing in my head with this possibility of migrena being... Um, a performative tool and I look at it like uh, an oracle, a possibility of seeing uh, visions of the future or memories of the past, accessing subconscious thoughts and experiences. And, um, and it's a very long process between when I started working with it and until the first performance, it took about two years. And slowly I, with the help of these journey entries, I started developing different um, sequences, scenes, uh, making memories into choreographic practice. Um, in the process of a residence and of a creation, what do you think will be lost and uh, found? Um, so far, I, I, I lost several practical things. <laughs> so, of course, coming from the theater, especially as a dancer, Um, you don't have the conditions you need to execute the choreography you created. 
exactly as it was. For example, I don't have a dance floor, I don't have the size of the space I normally have, but this I'm quite used to already with AltaFest. <laughs> and I also enjoy that. I'm a bit brutal with my body, so um, I can go for it. Specifically here with the Migrena 2X2, then I am, um, I am missing um, the, um, the vertical element. So originally in the piece I am using a suspension from a metal chain and I'm using uh, weights, kettlebells as part of the performance. In responding to the space I'm working in right now, it is not possible and also does not make sense. I want to work with what I have and also respect it and enjoy it. So in that sense, there is a lot of material I've developed that I need to translate or create anew. What I've found, found a lot of things. I found beautiful people. Um, what I find especially interesting is that uh, I started working on this piece, so developing it in a really small space in my living room. This is why I call it Migrena 2X2, because I started working in a space of 2x2 two two meters, which I guess for a dance piece is very small. And since then I've been performing it mostly in theaters that are really large stages. And here I am again, you cannot see it because you hear it in radio, but like I have a space that is two by two, I even marked it on the floor. Um, so there is some sort of an interesting thing about coming back to the origins of it. And also um, losing the suspension and the movement of the weight in the air um, did something interesting to the work so far because um, the, the, if you can imagine the movement of a weight suspended in the air is creating circular movement or centrifuge and that made my movement as a dancer very round as well mm -hmm. and working with my spine and everything was actually around a circle. Also the shape of the kettlebell is round and everything is very round in the piece. And here I am in a building that is very square made of concrete and I'm in a square space. Um, so there's something interesting about the simple geometry and uh, the hardness of the concrete. In uh, AltaFest, uh, as you know, there are uh, some basic keywords within uh, the device. Uh, among them is um, hospitality. And uh, hospitality uh, means for, uh, for, uh, for in, and in AltaFest, uh, a living space uh, for the other. So from uh, your point of view as an artist, how would you define uh, hospitality? <laughs> How would I define hospitality? Wow. Um, in the context of Altafest or in general? No, if you want, uh, I would like that you respond in a general sense and then in this specific context, if you want. Okay. So I think being born in Israel, and I'm sure it's quite similar in other Mediterranean countries, hospitality is connected to warmth and it's connected to inviting in something that is maybe private becomes public, something that was meant for me and my family, other people can, en can enjoy. There is this element of hosting. Um, and I think at least in Israel, it's connected a lot to food. Yeah. Um, I guess in Italy as well. Um, and then since I'm living in Germany in the past seven years, then of course I try to recreate that sense of hospitality with my friends and also with strangers, but I also enjoy in a way that giving space to someone or hosting someone or inviting someone does not mean necessarily taking care of them, but actually also giving them freedom. Yeah. Um, so in a way it's um, instead of trying to control the experience is letting go 
it's about um, independency. Um, and I think here in Altofest in, in Malta, I feel something between the two. Uh, on one hand, there is a lot of warmth and it's very friendly and I engage in really interesting conversations and we go out in the evenings for the bar in, in the bar and stuff. But in my working time, I have a lot of space and freedom. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I didn't necessarily experience in all the editions in the past I've participated in. Um, it's very easygoing. Um, most of the day I'm kind of, if I want, I'm by myself. If I want, I'm with my host. Um, yeah, so there's the hospitality as I see it here. It's about um, treat it as your own, you know, do what you want here and feel free and welcome. As written in uh, the Altofest editorial, uh, written by uh, the Altofest dramaturg Loretta Mesiti on altofest.net, Out of the Blue is uh, the artistic team of this, this special edition in uh, Valletta. What aspect of your performance do you think uh, may turn out to be out of the blue for uh, audience and uh, for, uh, for your host? It's funny because at first when I read out of the blue, I didn't have any connection to it. I didn't feel, but then when I disconnected out and blue, and I treated them each separately, then I found, uh, I found it quite interesting um, that it's very relevant to what I do and my experience here. So first of all, with blue, I was um, immediately drawn to the element of water. Mm -hmm. um, there's like water all around. We're in an island. I was born near the water. Uh, water is a huge element also in this uh, performance. Um, the liquids inside the body that get out sometimes also in relation to the migraine. Um, and uh, it's very nice to be immersed in this big blue. Also from where I work, I look up and there is the sky. Um, and it's also very relevant. I'm lying down a lot on the floor in the piece. So I'm kind of experiencing the, the nature, the blue in nature a lot. And uh, I think uh, the second element of out or the outside, um, of course, every S or like every experience of Altofest is a little bit about going outside or going elsewhere. But I think here in Migrena, there is um, an element of going outside of my body and outside of my skin. I think there is something a bit um, of a trance and a ritual in this performance that I often feel because I took this element of prophecy or oracle that I'm trying to channel something different. I'm trying to become another entity or I'm trying to empty my body for something else to come in. So there is some sort of a going outside of myself um, for my audience, I hope it won't be too much, but there is, a, I, I work a lot with pain um, in this piece, and um, I think in a small space it's not always easy. My experience was sharing it before, and also when Chiara shared it now in Napoli, she mm -hmm. did a version of it, is that the pain is sometimes staying with the audience. So me as a performer, I get to release it, but someone else is taking it, and it's some sort of a form of empathy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. About uh, um, the pain that you you use in your um, sorry, the about your the, the pain that you use in your um, answer. Uh, the last question is about uh, the risk. I mean, uh, I want I want to know by by the artist the the risk that you you think in your translation 
uh, you will share with the audience? Um, it's an interesting question because I'm all for risks. <laughs> I think uh, that's how I made my path as, a, as an artist, as a performer, and this is also why I uh, chose circus education mm -hmm. because I always saw myself as a dancer or a dance artist, but there is something about the world of circus that is about risk, s especially a physical risk. But at some point when you know your technique, then there isn't so much of a physical risk, but there is still this element of um, this tension of will it work. Um, and I think there is something I like about being on the edge there. Um, um, I think also um, there is a risk of execution that I'm less and less worried about, but obviously because I don't have the technical conditions I normally have, then the execution is imperfect and it has to be imperfect and I have to embrace it. Um, there is also, and I think it's, you know, I think people see it when they come to the performance, but maybe I want to create awareness for it that there is an element of um, risk to the body. There mm. is an element of, uh, of actual pain and injuries and uh, this is something I take on myself but it's not always so easy and I end up each time when I'm in this process when I'm out of the theater and out of the studio and out of these rather comfortable places that I ask myself what am I doing you know like I have bruises and I have um, yeah yeah in a way so there is there is the physical risk um, and then um, sorry if it's a bit long and then there is um, there is this certain risk of overexposing yourself. Um, I think specifically when I perform solo pieces, my works alone, I try to be quite careful to not over-personalize them. And uh, I'm not inviting people here to just listen to my story because I think there is an, a risk there of, uh, of being a, a narrator um, and I want to offer more an experience that can be relatable, that can open things. Thank you very much. I love the, your, um, your last uh, answer. And uh, I don't have uh, any, any questions more. Um, so thank you very much for uh, welcoming us, for uh, responding our uh, questions. And uh, I hope we see you soon, uh, but I think so. And um, so, uh, Bon Artofest. And uh, bye. <laughs> Grazie. Bye.